This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Well, for everyone who has lovely, nostalgic memories of the CNE, the scene last night was a jolt into a much harsher reality. For the second straight year, the CNE was shut down early on Youth Day after wild fighting broke out on the grounds. Now, I know that the CNE is saying it was, you know, just a few kids behaving badly, but uh, that's not what the scene looked like, or if it was a few kids wrecking it for everybody else, um, it they sure managed to do that. So uh, this time, several arrests were made, but police officials say that the public was not in danger. However, now the violence is causing CNE officials to rethink Youth Day. I'm going to give you the numbers to call. We want to hear from you what you think about this turn of events. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, CNE General Manager Virginia Ludi joins us. Hi, Virginia. Hi, Libby. How are you? Thanks for having me. Um, So, I mean, it must be extremely upsetting to see a scene like that and see it, you know, force you to shut down the works early. Well, it's disappointing when a few uh, individuals ruin the evening for, you know, uh, uh, our, our audience, our visitors. We had a lot of families out last night uh, just enjoying the fair, enjoying the event. And uh, as I say, I've, unfortunately, a few uh, ruined it for them. Well, I mean, it's a few, but but uh, the fight obviously was a little larger than that. Well, no, it wasn't a from what I've seen in, in video, I, and I'm assuming that that's what you're referring to, uh, there was a lot of jostling uh, amongst uh, the crowds uh, that were down there. Uh, these people all clearly knew each other. Uh, they were greeting each other on the midway when they arrived. Uh, they were then forming into uh, groups or large groups. And uh, and I do understand that there was an altercation that broke out between a couple of them in one group. Uh, it did not last long. Um, and then they would run. And uh, it was the running and the uh, jostling in the crowd uh, that became a concern to us. And uh, that's why we made the decision that it was time to shut the event down. I, I, I get that. Now, there, even with shutting the event down, there, there can be, you know, some, uh, you know, consequences. Because, for instance, if, if there are some younger teenagers and they've, they've made a plan, you know, um, Mom, I'm, I'm going to meet you here at 10 o'clock. Uh, Isn't that a problem? Well, you know, when you shut down an event of this size, you have to do it in a very systematic way. Um, And so there are certain elements that we shut down first um, as we progress through the plan for shutdown. You certainly can't shut down the entire event all at the same time. Um, You have to do it in a responsible and a planned manner. Um, And then um, we were able to do that last night. I think when uh, we finally gave the call to uh, shut it down, it took us about 20 minutes to half an hour to get 
the midway cleared, uh, and then people made their way to the uh, various exits to uh, get public transit and, and head on home. And then the public transit was overcrowded. Well, yes, but we uh, we uh, reached out to both Go Transit and TTC before we shut uh, did any shutdowns, uh, just to let them know that we are anticipating an early shutdown um, so that they could um, ensure that they got additional um, equipment here, um, particularly the TTC, um, to help to service um, uh, the exodus uh, from the grounds. But, you know, as any night when the uh, CNE is over, there are typically lineups for streetcars and for buses, and those vehicles are typically at capacity as they exit the grounds and head back to the subway stations. Okay, Virginia, let's take a call from uh, Darko. Uh, why is that not... Um, Hello, Darko? Yes, uh, I was down there yesterday with my sister, brother-in-law, and our, our kids. Okay. And we were in Entercare when they, when they basically shut the building down, said everybody had to leave, that it was being shut at quarter past nine, I think it was. Then we went outside, because then we figured we'd go get some, some food, but everything was closed, the midway wasn't working, we saw the electricity wasn't, wasn't uh, something happened there. But then we met two security guards who basically said that, you know, that these gangs meet down there last year and this year is what they said to, to, to us and I, I don't want to say what kind of gangs that they said they were like what from what nationality or that because that's still here I guess they're what they're telling us but um, I've never seen anything quite like it first of all I'd say like, people were very calm leaving that was one really good thing there was no panic uh, but when I you know we walked to the Princess Gates and up towards I guess it's Fleet Street and I could just see by the police officer's house what a stressful situation it was. And so many police vehicles were coming. I mean, there had to be more than 100 police vehicles. Really? Honestly. I mean, I mean, there's enough there anyway during the normal course, but they were they kept coming. We got on the King Street car. It took a while to get to Dufferin because obviously the traffic. More more police vehicles were going down Dufferin to get there. So, and we we did see a little bit of where the where the altercation happened because there's a the police on a mounted horse. And then, uh, you know, if I'd have been just there by myself or with my brother-in-law, I might have went closer. Being there with, you know, your, your kids, you just want to get out of there. Would it but make just, you uh, think twice about going there on Youth Day again, assuming Youth Day continues? I, I mean, I never, I didn't feel threatened, you know, so I, I, I didn't feel that kind of that way. But, you know, like for people who went there, you know, it's, it's maybe another an hour and a half. that You just have to leave everything shut down. You go home, right? But it would make me think I would go another night for sure next year. You know, because who wants to be there and have something happen like that? And then, you know, the other thing, too, is everybody's leaving at the same time. So it's it's crazy, right? You know, you still get a lot of people leaving at, at one time. But, when they, you know, when you get everybody who's going to leave until midnight and, the, and that, those two and a half hours all leaving at the same time, it's it's hard, right? It's hard for the people on transit. It's, it's a very difficult situation for the police who really handled it, I thought, extremely well. You know, they get criticism for certain situations, but i got to say, they, they were outstanding last night. Okay, Darko, uh, Virginia, uh, do you have anything to say to Darko? Well, certainly there was a there was a large police presence here. We did call, uh, reach out to the police, and they did call officers in from uh, 
from off-site. Um, I'm not sure that there were 100 police cars here, but there were a number of police officers who came to uh, help out in dispersing the crowd. Probably the most effective group we had was the mounted unit. Uh, of course, the police horses are very good at dispersing crowds and, and, and getting people moving in the direction that they need them to uh, for exiting. As far as exiting goes, you know, any night that the CNE, when the CNE ends, there is always uh, a bit of a lineup uh, with uh, respect to loading up the streetcars. Um, and so that, you know, what, uh, you know, last night may have been amplified a little bit more because it was a little bit earlier. But uh, normally every night when people are leaving the grounds, uh, there are lineups for streetcars and go trains and that type of thing. So I don't think it was um, outside of the norm of what our uh, visitors have experienced on other nights. Okay, Darko. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye. Virginia, are you going to continue with this youth day? Well, Libya, as we do with all of our promotions, we always have a debriefing after the fair. We evaluate all of our promotions. This one will be evaluated. Clearly, what transpired last night will be factored into that evaluation. And at that time, we will make a decision as to whether we continue the, prom- the promotion, whether we modify it, or whether we discontinue it. But that's a, that's a decision that will be made in the future. Okay. Uh, let's hear from Josie in Oshawa. Hi, Josie. Hi. How are you, Libby? Fine. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. I have a great suggestion. We're all ears. Okay, why don't we limit it to age 14? And under. Yep. Age Uh, 14 and under. Virginia, is that an idea? Well, we could, that is an idea, and we certainly would be happy to take that under cons- consideration. I think it's a great suggestion that your listener has made, um, and we will certainly uh, take that, um, that, that suggestion when we uh, do conduct our review of the entire promotion. Because, um, unfortunately, a lot of uh, the older, uh, can't call them children, the older teens, uh, have a tendency to get into mischief. And some of them just go there to to just cause trouble, and that's not a good thing. But I think 14 and under to age day one, (laughs) they can, you know, they can go and more responsible for with the parents, et cetera. You know what I mean? And I'm... I've I've heard people talking. I didn't grow up in Toronto. That there used to be a system of, of coupons or something like well, that instead of a day. There are school passes. We give out about one and a half million school passes uh, in the GTA. Uh, those are to elementary school students, uh, grade eights and uh, and uh, lower. Um, they go home with their report cards. The kids look forward to those passes, and we see many of those passes redeemed during the uh, 18 days of the fair. So that is another uh, program that we've had. We've had that program. It's been around for decades, um, and it's a very successful program. Uh Uh-huh. So I remember that. I've been going to, (laughs) my goodness sakes, I've been going to the CNE since I was 11 months old. (laughs) We like like customers like you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. I mean, I I love it. I, I used to go with my father. He'd win me. Remember the Cupid dolls? Yes. Yeah, the QP dolls and the, the sailor dolls on the rifle range, and oh my gosh, I remember the fish pond. Josie, does uh, seeing pictures of what transpired last night and hearing about that, would that deter you from, from going to the CNE? No, no. Um, I, I, use, I use a walker and a cane. If I have to, I'll use the cane. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> we'll have to watch out for you. Yes, yes we'll for sure. For no, I, I don't go down on Youth Day. Actually, we're going um, the second last day the, uh, this time. 
So we're going on the Sunday. Uh huh. You going with your family? Uh, yes, I'm going with. Well, actually, we're taking a friend with us. That sounds that sounds nice, and that's a good suggestion. Uh, limiting the age that uh, might work out well. I think it would work out really well because the parents, uh, most of the parents from age uh, maybe age twelve and under go with the, you know, go with the children. And I know some parents go with the other ones age 13 to 14. But the ones over from 15 and up, no, they won't go with their parents, that's for certain. <laughs> okay. Thanks or a lot, Josie. limit it to age 13. Okay, jo- Josie. Thanks a lot for that. Well, thank you, Libby. You have a great day and a great week. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, Virginia, so uh, when uh, will we learn what the uh, ultimate decision on Youth Day is? Oh, as I said earlier, that will be a decision that will be made later this year. Um, we will, uh, we, you know, we go through a complete debriefing of the entire fair, uh, top to bottom, um, and this will be one of the uh, items that will be on the agenda for the review. Um, so, you know, over the course of the uh, fall and winter months, we'll make that decision. And is there anything else in terms of beefing up a police presence, you know, before something like this happens that you think you might be able to do to, to avoid this? Well, you know, on this particular event last night, uh, we already had an enhanced uh, security and police presence down here uh, based on the popularity of the day uh, in previous years. Um, and so uh, we had a, a number of security and police resources here. Um, of course, we always review uh, what has transpired uh, previously. And if we need to make modifications to plans, we will do that. Okay, Virginia Ludi, thank you so much for that. Thank you for having me, Libby. All right, bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.